0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to Brass... Well, wait, that's not how we we do it. We do it like this. This sounds good. All right, guys, we're getting down to Brass Tacks with Weapon X. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes well, Wait. Where's the horn? I need oh, the dude, horn. There's a horn around here somewhere I, you put me on the spot. I'll find the horn for later. How about that?
1: Okay. All right yeah. I thought come
0: on man, you gotta, you gotta you gotta be on top of this stuff. I'll be on my game with the horn We'll do some horn later. Hey, uh, what are real quick? What's our topic today? And then I have a question for you
1: Okay, so topic today is we're continuing on with training programming um in terms of order impor, order of importance of the different variables that you need to consider. Yeah. And today we're gonna to be talking about frequency and volume and okay. uh, my mine and your views on that. And if we have time, we'll get into some other stuff like recovery intensity techniques. But the main topics are gonna to be frequency and volume today.
0: Frequency and volume. All right, guys, we're gonna to get to that in a second. But first, I had a question for Derek. And I guess I'll pose it to all of you Uh, guys. You can comment below with what you would want. I saw uh, both of our sponsors, True Nutrition, uh, posted Mm -hmm. this up today. They said, if you could only choose one, one pill, choose one pill, would you prefer the pill that would get you shredded without doing cardio? So that's basically DMP, uh, shredded (laughs) without doing cardio.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Shredded (laughs) without cardio, asterisk, without dying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Basically, they have a pill for that. All right. Uh, never get injured. Uh, big uh-huh. legs without training them or unlimited macros and never get fat. So, you've got big legs. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to whittle it down for yeah. me. <laughs> you've done, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. You've done pretty good at not getting hurt. Uh, let's see. Unlimited macros. You're going out to Texas State Roadhouse or whatever today. I have a feeling outback. Like outback. You're going to do all right with that. Um, I would have liked to seen you a little bit leaner at the last show. So, I, if I were your coach, I'm giving you the DMP. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. No DMP. I hate I
1: hate <laughs> you so much right now. You ended up actually no, you ended up actually getting the right one. Did I? Really? But but screw you, man. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I'll never have your shape. All right.
1: So oh respect. my God. You know what's you know what's funny though When i saw so that is the one i picked shredded without doing cardio yeah. um so i mean i typically will eat pretty easily maintain abs throughout the off season and good separation so obviously and i'm not like the i don't want to say i'm not a big eater but i'm not like the hugest eater in the world so the green one's out uh unlimited macros and never get fat mm-hmm. um I was blessed from my mom's side of the family, from a leg standpoint. Everyone on my mom's side of the family has gigantic thighs, naturally.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: everybody. Um, So I was blessed there. And then um, Anastasia, my fiance, will comment slash complain about my quote unquote durability um, (laughs) throughout this whole bodybuilding. She was always like, Derek never gets hurt. He never gets sick. It sucks. And, he, and, like, I go and bend over to pick up a pencil, and I yeah. tweak my back.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's I would take the never get injured because that's I'd be more likely, especially at my age. I'm getting a little bit older. Uh, I can get in decent shape. It takes some work. You, you, the big legs thing, I feel like... I wouldn't want any body part that was just well, my calves. I've got really good calves, honestly. Like
1: I have shitty calves. Ugh.
0: Like pro bodybuilders, honestly, have been like, "Holy shit, dude! I bet you never train them." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's actually true. I don't." But so you, you I feel like I'd want to work hard for my quads, or I'd be like, "Man, mm-hmm. you know." So I'll take the nah. and never get injured.
1: Anyway. My old coach, uh, my old coach, my first coach that I had, uh, his name's Gordon Falsetti. He's out yeah. of uh, Connecticut. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you know Gordon. This dude has like baby heads on the back of his Does lower he... leg. Like, it, apparently, he used to be a cyclist when he was younger, wow. and that's what he attributes the calf development to. No and way. I'm sure they're still just as just as big now as they were when I had him as a coach when he was actually actively bodybuilding. Yeah. And he has not trained them. At that point he had he said he hadn't trained them since he was like in his teens. Wow. And I was like, you asshole.
0: Yeah, yeah. I hate you. All right. By the just, way, for
1: for our viewers, this is a zero sugar Mountain Dew. This is not full sugar soda. I'm not sitting here on a bodybuilding podcast <laughs> drinking
0: 78 grams of sugar in front of you. Before you judge him, before you judge him. Mm-hmm. We're, we're judging him. Cuz you know, someone's com- going to comment Comment below. Someone's going to comment. So anyway, man, uh, I'm excited to talk about this today. Uh, We got a lot of really good feedback in the last couple episodes, especially the last one. Shout out to you guys for having, you know, watched that. Yes, thank you. And uh, we got some really nice comments, though, too. So I thought that was cool. And I feel like I feel like people are starting to get to know Weapon X a little bit. So it's fun. A little bit.
1: And I see how much you like calling me Weapon X. I do. I dig it. Wait, that's your real (laughs) name, isn't it? Ah. I, I guess it is now. I, we'll just we'll just roll <laughs> with it. <laughs> all
0: right. Okay. Points to anyone
1: who calls me Weapon X in the comments.
0: Okay, Derek Romar. Let's get to it. All right.
1: Does your does, yeah? let's get, your mom
0: let's, call you that when she's mad at you?
1: Derek Romar. Oh yeah. For, yeah. Derek Romar Oslin. All three names, and very slowly, every syllable is enunciated, even though there's only two in each name. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> luckily, I've I've been blessed enough that I haven't pissed her off. A lot recently in the last you know decade so I haven't had to hear my whole name in a while it's yeah. been a while um okay so I believe in the last episode we covered the importance of load and progressive overload mechanical tension um, the importance of intensity and what that means when you're bringing that to your training sessions and uh, the importance of rep execution and we shared some tips with you guys um, on how to nail specific uh, body parts in terms of how you execute your movements in the gym. So one of the most common questions that I get and I'm sure you get, Scott, uh, with your clients and others is how do I bring up weak or lagging body parts, right? Um, So does exercise selection play a role? Yes, but on a very minor very minor degree. I believe that, um, I believe that frequency is the most important. So the reason why I want to talk about frequency and volume in the same podcast is because they, in my opinion, I believe they tie together. So, um, We have two different camps, I would say, right? People that say that load uh, and progressive overload and mechanical tension is the main driver of hypertrophy. Some people say that volume is the main driver of hypertrophy. My opinion is always going to be that the more load you are able to move, the bigger your muscles are going to be, as long as your rep execution is good. However, volume does play a role to a certain degree. If you are looking to increase the volume of a specific body part, which is a great way to bring up a lagging area and probably the most common way that we all do it. I believe in increasing the volume of a specific body part through frequency, as opposed to increasing the specific volume of a session. So what I, what I mean by that is, um, uh, let, let's take a, a a typical bro split where you're doing like one body part per, per session, right? Yeah. So instead of doing – okay, so you have – uh, what would be like a, a – I haven't done a bro split in such a long time. So what like would be like chest, a, a stereotypical
0: – chest? so belong, chest Monday.
1: Back, yep, yep. Legs, shoulders, yep. arms. Shoulders, arms. All right. So instead of – So let's say you wanted to bring up your chest, right? So instead of, and let's say you do 12, normally do 12 sets of chest on Monday. So instead of increasing your volume to 15 or 16 or 18 sets on your chest, why not move your shoulder day, for example, to your first chest day and then just add another chest day? Right? So, that, so, that's why, so that's what we're talking about with when we're talking about frequency. The number of days in the week that you hit a specific body part. And, and furthermore, another thing that I would do is I would lower a little bit the number of sets that you're doing for chest in that first day yes. because you're adding a second chest day. So you should have two quote unquote low volume days but the cumulative volume over the course of the week is higher.
0: Dude, that's, so, that's exactly what I. That's exactly how I discovered higher frequency. And it wasn't because I wanted to experiment as much as I was getting terrible uh, shoulder tendinitis, uh, bicep tendinitis. Mm-hmm. And I realized that I could go in the gym and I was supposed to do four exercises for four sets per exercise. I could get through those first two exercises. But after that, my shoulder was just feeling so rough. I couldn't do two yep. more press movements. So I thought, well, yep. what if I just did two? And then I came back on my shoulder day and I did, too. And guess what? I did that during prep and after the end. So I'm in low calories. It was a long prep. I dieted like that whole year almost. It was February through November. I got out of that prep and come like December, January, I realized my chest had grown in a deficit. You know, it's like there was there was something to it. So then I started applying it to other areas and eventually got to push pull legs
1: well with the higher frequency you're also inducing the muscle protein synthesis process
0: yes more yes. frequently
1: it doesn't just continue in that one area throughout the week there is a certain time period yeah. um where that will um well that will stop for that area so it only makes sense that if you want to bring up a certain area you want to in um you want to induce that muscle protein synthesis process uh physiologically more often um this is actually a good, since you brought it up is a good segue into the volume discussion. Now I'm going to ask you a question about how you typically train, and I'm really hoping that you disagree with me okay. because we we think alike and we agree on a lot of things. And this has become a very friendly podcast. And I like I want to start some drama and animosity, so um, I'm hoping I can get to fight you on this. All I'm right. gonna be mad if you agree with me. Um I'll try. So when when you train, like what is a typical volume setup for a specific training session for you personally?
0: Um, or what
1: you set up for your clients.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll say for myself or someone like me, and, and when I say myself, I mean myself recovered. Right now, I'm just doing like very you know, I'm doing what I can and I'm I'm actually right. coming back together, you know, post COVID recovery. Uh but So but you in tip top shape. Yeah, me in tip top shape. I would say, like volume. I would do two sets for my for probably mm-hmm. about two exercises on chest. So probably, okay. f- probably four sets all together somewhere in there. Now, in the past, okay. I would have done you, a lot you more. You agree with me? Okay, I do. I go in <laughs> and the first thing I do is I do six sets of cable crossovers, uh, <laughs> and then I go to bench press. And if I don't do nine sets, I don't feel like I'm warmed up. How about that?
1: All right. Well, you're training a shit. No. <laughs> um, oh, real quick, Lucas, Billy, welcome. Thank you, for, thank you guys, for commenting and tuning up, in to our wonderful episode. Um, so, I approach so on a serious note, though. I do approach the training volume uh, the same way that you do. It, it, it's either um, a top set and a back offset, or. Uh, Or just two straight sets of a specific rep range. It all depends on the exercise and it all depends on how I typically feel when I do it Um, I will typically do a top and a back off for the same movements every single week and I'll typically do two straight sets For the same movement um, every single week now
0: Can I add one thing to that for sure? Because you asked if like what about like somebody I was working with now if I had somebody that was newer and they didn't Mm -hmm. know how to uh, harness the intensity of say, Derek Oslin, then I might have them do more sets. I might have them do three sets for each exercise say, and, or, you know, something like that. And Hey, but here's the mindset is that we would like you to be able to get the most you can out of these sets in one day. It might make sense that you only did two sets, but until that time, stick with three. That's what I might tell them.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. That, that, that makes sense. So now the reason why, uh, and I'm sure you'll probably agree with this too. So the reason why I personally believe in the two working set model is, you know, most people train in the sometimes three, but usually four, as you, you know, four sets of 10, four sets of 12, whatever, that kind of standard um, setup. If you are truly taking your sets to failure and Bringing the intensity to the sets that are forcing an adaptation in the muscle, I don't see how neurologically you are able to continue that performance no, no. over and over again. So most people, when they know that they have force, <clears throat> excuse me, four sets for a given movement, they are approaching the they they do their warm ups and then they're approaching that first working set. Not with maximum, they're not taking that to failure, not even close. They're leaving at least two to three reps in the tank because yeah. they know that they still have three more sets to go. Yep. And more than likely, the only set that they truly take to failure is the last set because they know it's the last set for that movement. There, There isn't anything else. So they're going to give it everything that they have.
0: And they're often, you know, because I've done it too. You're often in those situations pyramiding the way up, you know as you go so that yeah That first set is still kind of a warm-up You're not really pushing yourself to do the hardest thing you've ever done like you said until that that final set and after that you're done so If you break it down the only set that you did out of the four
1: you're supposed to do four working sets out of the four The only one that actually had effective reps in it is the last one so that's one out of four sets Depending, In school, that's
0: a, go ahead. Depending on how advanced you were, right? For you, or, or you know, an advanced guy, Uh Scott had said. Scott Stevenson had said that, like you know, when we first start out, the effective reps are going to be all the reps that you do. You know what I mean? So yes. But when you get to that point, yeah, where you're where you're more advanced, then yeah, maybe that last set, maybe the last two reps of that last set. You know?
1: Right. So that, that that's kind of what I'm referring to. I'm not necessarily referring to the person who's kind of fresh fresh off the couch. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm referring to those people who, you know, at least have a, a, a good amount of gym experience.
0: So if that
1: last set, yeah?
0: I was just gonna say, sorry to interrupt you again. Uh, no, go ahead. The only reason I bring that up too is because I have run into people who are newer and then they listen to us talk and so they're only doing the two sets and right. they're not really getting that much out of them. You know what I mean? And it's like, that's why I mentioned like, Hey, for a newer guy, maybe doing three sets is a good idea. You know, it's like, I guess for someone else, maybe volume is good. So the the caveat is you have to be advanced, you know, you have to, self- or
1: at least, or at least be able to, as you said, uh, harness your Quan or your, or channel your Chi, if you will, to use, uh, a potentially chinese medicine terminology shout out to dr scott um <laughs> to where you can bring that intensity to that set yeah. where you know that when you finished it you took it to failure
0: yeah yeah um
1: yes so assuming that
0: yeah
1: and you only take that fourth set to failure that's one out of four sets that you had effective reps
0: that's a uh, What are you doing (laughs) my volume was off my gain was down. So hopefully this sounds a little bit better I think my level. Oh, yeah, it does actually sound better. All right, good
1: It does sound better. That's one out of four sets though that has effective reps in it in school. That's 25% That's an F. Yeah That's how I look at it as opposed to you have two working sets you can come you can Approach that mentally and say okay I'm going to I need to give the, I only have two chances to get better at this movement and progress. I need to give these two sets everything that I have because once I have those two sets done, that's it. I got I got to move on. There is no saving the tank for future sets. Yeah. Um so that so what I I guess what I'm trying to convey is I feel like a lot of people have a lot of freaking junk volume in their their workouts. And they spend a lot of time doing a lot of repetitions for various movements that are literally causing zero novel stimulus, zero adaptation. And if you just cut that junk volume out, not only do you get to the brass tacks of your sets. Ah, you see what I did there? Um, But... (laughs) <laughs> that was <laughs> oh my god that was the funniest <laughs> damn it don't make me laugh I was
0: <laughs> you were saying something
1: serious too I know I, know, I was on a roll that was, that was good though, that was worth it oh my god I'm crying um, but most of us work for a living so I'm sure time is a commodity for all of us. Wouldn't it be great if you could improve the effectiveness of your session, get more gains out of it, and not
0: spend as much time in the gym? Yeah, that's that sounds great to me. Not really so, your joints in the process. You, I feel like you save your joints. You know, when I had Nick Walker on, he said that he yeah. found that he suffered less injury going to higher intensity training. People in the comments didn't understand that, and they were like. You're going to get hurt by lifting more, but no, you're lifting le- less less repetitive reps. You know, my issues are going to be elbow tendonitis, you know, tennis elbow, shoulder stuff, and it's just right, from the right. repetition, you know, that's where I get hurt. So you're going to save well, yourself I mean, from that things, those things. Break it down, Break it down mathematically, right? Okay, we do high
1: intensity, lower volume. So you do six sets for chest, right? Yeah. The bro in the gym is doing 12 sets for chest. Yeah. Uh, the the high intensity low volume guy only has six opportunities where he might get hurt, whereas the bro has twelve opportunities he might get hurt. Who's more likely and less likely
0: to get injured? Granted, you're lifting heavier, so heavier probably ups the ante. But you're if you're doing what you or I are talking about, you're you're using the utmost control too. It's not like it's a you are. Con- you know you're not taking risks you know
1: exactly so this is assuming good execution cuz i mean even if you have perfect execution you're um you, you can you still run the risk every time you get under a weight for any movement to get hurt shit my dad uh when i think it was like a second year of like really really serious weight training he tore his rotator cuff on a warm up set oh god yeah so you, like, he was doing a warm-up set of uh, flat dumbbells. He was doing 60s. Like, he was just, I'm just, you know, I'm getting blood into the muscle. I'm getting the joints warm. And he went, he did one more warm-up rep, and he started coming down. And all you heard was,
0: Ooh. it sounded
1: like, it sounded like someone was, like, tearing a piece
0: of paper in half. So that, wait a second, that was your dad, you said? Yeah, that was my dad, yeah. And he was warming up on the 60s. So that means he must be mm-hmm. a strong guy, too he's pretty yeah he I mean we did construct we worked uh construction together like
1: for he has his own construction business we did hardwood floors tiles drywall uh cabinetry um you name it we we did it so that like he's he' is in the gym strong and like I, I guess the what the kids call functionally strong yes um yes. you know he, he has those like rock hard calloused hands like that'll like make you bleed if he open hand slaps you or like, it's, <laughs> you know, um, so yeah, he, he's a, he's a decently strong guy too. Um, he's going to be, I don't know if I said this on, on another episode, he's going to be moving down here from up North. I'm really excited. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I haven't, cause I, I've only seen him one time since uh, I moved down here to Florida, yeah. um, in, in 2018 and that was like a month ago. Okay. So, yeah, so I'm really excited for him to move down here. Anyway, I don't want to get off to uh, – t- I distract <laughs> I, I can you, see I the know. tangent. Yeah, I, 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 I can see us veering. Um, so, anyway, two working – so, yeah, so, so two working sets per movement. If you want to improve a specific body part, increasing the frequency – that you are increasing the volume by increasing the frequency that you are hitting those body parts. That's another reason why I like the push-pull leg split because the increased frequency is built into the program. Yeah. If you if you set it up correctly, you can hit most of your body parts twice every single week, yeah. and you have the room to do it on a lower volume approach per session, which will lead to higher accumulated volume um, which will lead to you know, more hypertrophy, more uh, more muscle growth. So volume is important. I don't believe in higher volume per session. I believe in higher volume over the accumulation of the week, the sets that you do over the course of the week. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was something else I wanted to talk about. Oh, so since we're talking about volume, if volume is not just the sets, it's also the number of reps that you're doing within the set so now i'm gonna i'm gonna dive into some stuff um a, a few topics a little bit um really quick so we have t- there's a few things that i want to focus on the first thing is the two types of hypertrophy that there are and i know you and dr scott have talked about this a lot on, on uh, muscle minds um and then the three uh, mechanisms of hypertrophy Those those two topics uh link together i'm gonna i'm gonna link everything together okay so we have the two types of um muscular hypertrophy right we have myofibular we have sarcoplasmic right so myofibular hypertrophy literally translates into increase in size of the muscle fibers sarcoplasmic hypertrophy literally translates into um increase in size of the sarcoplasm so Myofibular hypertrophy is the one that we pretty much are all most familiar with and induce in the gym. That's your f- five rep to twelve rep sets, um, obviously with uh, increasing in load over time, etc. So you're actually increasing the size of the actual fibers themselves. Yeah. Your sarcoplasmic hypertrophy happens in the higher rep ranges, so fifteen plus. Sarcoplasm for you guys that are, may not be familiar is the actual fluid in the muscle cells, and that, that not only contains the organelles that are in the cell, but also hold all the nutrients that are coming into the cell. Couple that are really important uh, in terms of performance would be glycogen and um, oxygen, right? So if you are, so this is why I believe in the two set. Um, schematic for your for your sessions and having a top set of you know six to eight reps eight to ten ten to twelve and then having a back off set where you lower the weight by a given percentage and go for a higher rep range because we want to make sure that we induce myofibular hypertrophy in one set and attack sarcoplasmic hypertrophy in another so if you're increasing the uh, size of the sarcoplasm. Yes, the muscle cell would increase due to the the fluid swelling. I believe the technical term is um, hypertonic, is the term for um, muscle cell swelling due to fluid.
0: I'll go with it, I'll take it. Even if it's not, I think it sounds good.
1: Sweet, awesome, I'm making myself sound smart. Um, So it's almost like I might know what I'm talking about. Um, So not only does the cell increase in size, but its nutrient capacity, Increases in size because the actual medium that is holding all the nutrients of the cell ah. Increases so the, the the tank goes up. Yeah, if the tank goes up and you can hold more I, In theory on paper, you should be able to perform better because you have a bigger fuel tank to tap into
0: yeah Okay,
1: and so that so when you're programming for yourselves guys, we want to make sure that you are attacking both uh, types of hypertrophy myofibular which is the lower uh, rep range with a higher weight and then the back offset where you're attacking psychoplasmic hypertrophy with a lower weight, you know, i usually say any lower the weight 20 to 40% and then attack that a higher rep range, you know, try to go for, you know, that 13 14 15 plus reps. Okay. I like that. Get stronger. The strength in progressive overload is still the name of the game, but the caveat is get uh, increasing strength in all rep ranges, yes. not just a couple. I like that. Um, then that brings us into the three mechanisms, mechanical tension, metabolic stress, (laughs) muscle damage. So mechanical tension, um, I believe we talked about this on the last episode, uh, the amount of force generated in a cross-sectional area of muscle. What is applying force on the muscle, the weight, the load that you move. So in short, the stronger you get, the more, um, the bigger, the bigger your muscles are going to be, plain and simple. So mechanical tension would link more to um, myofibular hypertrophy if we're trying to connect those two ideas and concepts together. Metabolic stress is the uh, accumulation of metabolites in the muscle. That, the metabolite uh, accumulation happens more the longer the set goes. Yeah. So in short, if you're doing more reps in your set, you're going to accumulate more metabolites in the muscle. It's going to burn more. There's going to be more lactic acid, pyruvate, all of those things. Um, and then muscle damage. You can achieve muscle damage simply by going into the gym and touching any weight for any amount of time. So if you, so let let's say your top set, normal top set for bicep curls is for the 40 pound dumbbells. If you go there, you grab the 20s or 15s and curl it long enough, you're gonna cause micro tears in the muscle. Now, are you creating a neuromuscular response that is telling your body that it needs to adapt and change by growing bigger and getting stronger? No, Hmm. if you're doing 50% of your normal weight, then no, you are not creating an adaptation. You're just causing micro tears that your body is just gonna have a response to recover from, but it's not gonna change and get better. So, strength is still the name of the game. So you want to make sure that you are attacking um, both types of hypertrophy through all three mechanisms, mechanical tension, the amount of load you move, metabolic stress, also getting stronger in higher rep ranges instead of just the lower ones. Um, And then as a result of those two, you will create muscle damage enough to force the body to adapt. Nice. And this is also... And this is also assuming proper um proper recovery, proper nutrition, you're getting enough calories to actually feed the muscle and cause it to grow. yeah so all that that is
0: assumed. Triv agrees with us, he says absolutely couldn't agree more with you guys based on my years of training now. I've made the best progress in my recent uh, later years following lower volume, better quality training versus a ton mm-hmm. of volume i yeah, I feel like the key is better quality we had somebody Mm -hmm. uh, comment I posted a a clip of our last episode and somebody said no volume is the driver of hypertrophy like somebody who like has like a semi fake (laughs) account you know on Instagram posted this no uh, profile picture has like three followers exactly exactly and wanted to get into it but yeah I I have to think my thought is this is that because the argument is always that well you can't continue to get stronger you know, it, it, but can't? But you can't really. Well, well, my thought is, is what? But you can continue to do more reps, right? I
1: mean, sh- okay, you're gonna turn a two-hour workout to a three-hour workout to a four, to a six, to an eight. Yeah, yeah, sure. I guess that could go on forever too. Yeah. But some point, something has to give. I think my, if you do it that way,
0: I think my response. Moving forward is going to be well when you get to the point where you can't get stronger, then start to look at other options. Yes, exactly. Where you where your the amount of force that
1: your muscle can produce is um, moving past your connective tissue and skeletal structures ability to actually handle that load. Then you can start thinking about more volume. But I think people like Nick Walker, like Jordan Peters, uh, myself, I think we have something to say about you can't continue to get stronger. Um also I'm pretty sure that somebody by the name of Thor just broke a deadlift record. Did so one really? well, like I think he did it last year, um, okay. where he hit um I think it was like one thousand fifty pounds. Okay, okay. Uh deadlift. Yeah. And he broke his own world record.
0: Yeah, yeah, okay.
1: I think he would have something to say about not being able to get any stronger.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's incredible, man, to think to think of the amount of weight that is. What's this uh it's- uh Chris Duffin from uh Kabuki Strength. He he yes. he did a thousand and one reps. I think he a thousand and one pounds for I think it was two reps on deadlift, and then he got that for three reps on squats. That is terrifying. Yeah, thousand and one pounds. What what's the the like a heavy squat for you at the, the these days? Man, I have I don't really barbell
1: squat. I haven't barbell okay. squatted in a long time just because. Um, my lower back pumps get so bad oh, that, especially in off season, that the rest of my leg sessions are usually trash after that. Yeah, because I, I feel everything in my lower back. But the last time I like one or two repped anything was, I think my best was six fifty. Okay. And that was like a that was like a few years ago. But on the um, on the hack squat, I am. Man, I have again. I haven't done like a one or two repper, but like in terms of like an actual set, I can do eight plates a side. For um, six reps was my best. So, yes yeah. or seven reps
0: is my best so far. Um, what kind of hack do you guys have?
1: Man, it, it's an old one, and that, and that that junk is heavy. It's not like the Cybex one where the where the weights are lower. The the weight the the load is higher, like yeah. closer to your shoulders. But um, it's interesting because I go on that hack squat and I just got up to eight plates on that, uh, man, probably like two months ago I did that. But if I head over to one of the other gyms here in, um, Tampa, uh, MI 40, I get on their hack squat and I was doing 10 plates on
0: that. Like two, two years ago. No so, kidding. Nick wary says, uh, I've seen Derek hit eight, uh, eight reps. plates per side. Oh, eight plates per side on the hack. Yeah. Uh, he said not, That's and not the. Not, smoothest it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's,
1: it's not the. It's not the L.A. Fitness hack where it's oh, like super lubed up, yeah. and like the an, and like the angle is like <laughs> like damn near horizontal. <laughs> yeah, so you barely like... feel any of the plates. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, mine's mine's a little bit more upright. Okay. Which makes it harder.
0: Yeah, I'd love to see what you could get on my Body Master hack. I have uh, down here. I'm I'm looking at it right now. That's why I'm going like that. It's I, yeah. It's so freaking heavy, man. Like it's so like even without weight on it, it's heavy. It's it's got to be like 150 pounds without weight on it. Is I, it is it a shoulder loaded
1: one or is it a hip loaded one? Oh,
0: Do you know what I mean the, by that? Turn the it's shoulder loaded. Yeah. Okay, so the way, the weight's up here. Yeah, I'd, I'd turn right. the camera around, but I wouldn't be able to get it situated again here. I'll, I'll send now, you, you a picture ruin- of it, though.
1: I was going to say the, the video will cut off and just go black. And, Probably, And yes. then And then the whole episode's ruined, and then you'll never be able to find it again, and and everyone will uh, march to our homes with pitchforks. Where's the next episode?
0: Right? Well, we could be <laughs> like, ask the, the several people that watched it live on the private Facebook group. <laughs> they'll tell you hey. all about it. They'll tell you all about it. We appreciate <laughs> you guys hanging with us live. De- uh Derek, do we have any uh anything else we want to mention here?
1: Um as far as the topics that I wanted to cover today, no, I don't think so. Uh, if you're in Tampa, come to my gym, famous, uh, shameless plug, fam, Tampa. Nice. Um,
0: I want to come down there, man. I want to see the place. I only hear good things about it from now from Nick, speaking of Nick here and, uh, everybody yeah. I've known that's trained there says it's a great environment. Thank you. Thank you. We,
1: um, not, not to again, veer off too, too far, but the main thing that we were, um, we deemed as the most important is we wanted to build a gym. Not only that was, um, of uh, displayed a hardcore environment, so to speak, but we also wanted to display, uh, create a community where anyone who walked through our doors felt welcome. So, um, didn't, doesn't matter what race you are, what, what your uh, belief systems are, religion, sexual orientation, doesn't matter if you come in and you're ready to work, you are welcome in our facility. But what if I like to do a
0: lot of volume? Is that still okay? Um, that's a little
1: bit close, too close to CrossFit than I would like to be. So,
0: <laughs> we, me, and you might have to have a talk. All right, all right. Just sign our waiver and you'll be fine. Guys, check out our awesome sponsor, <laughs> True Nutrition. Uh, you can use either of our codes, uh, Weapon X yes. or Think, and uh, of Think. course, check out Derek's Gym. You're heading off to dinner, man. You're gonna go do the Ronnie Coleman classic tonight. The the classic the, the, his like pre-Olympia meals all happened at Outback Steakhouse.
1: Oh, I can't wait! I'm getting I'm probably gonna get the twelve ounce or sixteen ounce ribeye. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the mac and cheese. Uh, I'm gonna uh, have some probably some asparagus because health. Yeah, and, um,
0: and a diet coke.
1: Uh, we, And a diet coke because, you know, I need to watch my girlish figure. And what else did I say? I was gonna have Oh the Bloomin onion. Oh my god, twenty seven calories of amazing. Never never had a Bloomin onion.
0: I gotta try that sometime.
1: They they give you a special sauce to dip each piece into. That's my favorite part. Oh it's unbelievable. But yeah, no, we're taking um we're taking one of our members out. Uh he um I I shouldn't say member, he's actually an employee now. But um he went through a, a little bit of a of a tragedy recently his um his sister, who was a member of our gym, passed away recently oh, man. and you know we all we all went to the funeral and everything and the memorial sorry so you know he's having a tough time, so we just wanted to take him out to eat and just you know let him know that you know he has people around him that care about him and support him.
0: so that's cool. Anastasia's
1: man. probably on our way probably, she's probably on our way there now, so I'm gonna head out and meet meet
0: them. We got another comment somebody said that you sound like Phil Heath. Not that you like not Ooh. like your attitude, like your tone. Like my actual voice sounds like Phil Heath? Yeah, I don't know if I I I don't know if I hear it personally, but yeah, somebody said that.
1: Uh, I mean, they could be a subliminal message that they think I'm going to win an Olympia soon. So That's possible.
0: Which take it, I'll right?
1: Take it. I'm I'm going to take it.
0: All right. Well, appreciate your time here, man. It's always fun to, to hop on the mic with you and uh, and to learn Absolutely. something, too. Absolutely. I, you know, I, I try to be as
1: informative as I can. Oh, I almost went the whole episode without saying uh, Christmas Cabbage. <laughs> and I, I was almost <laughs> mad at myself. So now you can put that awesome graphic back in the video. I can give you a reason to use it. I don't think you did the this, though. I don't think
0: you did that one. Oh, I didn't do it at all.
1: And I almost did it just now. And I stopped myself. <laughs> You're
0: like, just the one hand.
1: Oh, I really want to put the other one up. I'm not.
0: I'm sorry, guys. I can't do the finger guns today. <laughs> I, I'll give it. A, I'll do it next time. All right. Well, guys, we appreciate you watching. Uh, do us a favor. Hit the like button. If you haven't subscribed, we'd love to have you along because we have, at this point, we're doing a podcast every day. How about that? Derek? Ooh, appreciate your beautiful. time, brother.
1: Think big is growing. Think big is growing. Yes. Thank you for your time and thank you for everyone tuning in. We'll talk to you soon.